Welcome to part one of Health System CIO's podcast interview with Chris Belmont, CIO at Memorial Hospital at Gulfport. In this segment, Belmont talks about how they're growing through acquisitions and affiliations to better serve the community, how his time at both Oxner and MD Anderson has helped prepare him to step in during a crisis, and his vision for turning pockets of excellence into a solid analytic strategy. So are you in an office right now? I am. I'm in my office okay. at the hospital. I was yeah. going to say, your house looks very professional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have uh, suspended ceilings and uh, fluorescent lights. Yeah, of course. That, would go, that would go for a while. How often so, are you are you in an office? Um, I'm here probably five days a week. I think at least in the, my initial few months, I think it's real important to be present and understand the organization. One of the things I, I knew I missed and one of the reasons I came back, and I started talking to these folks right before the lockdown, but that opportunity to get closer to the front lines, I, I didn't realize how much I missed that. And I don't mean being in the lab or being in the emergency room, but you know, just being around the action. And I've always, because my wife and my daughter are both nurses, and you know, felt for them that they didn't have that opportunity to work remote or take a take an afternoon off and go play golf or go to the chime conference all the time. You know, it was they were taking care of lives. You know, they were both NICU nurses and you know they were taking care of babies and really doing the important work. So being able to stay close, especially as caregivers are stressed out with COVID and you know impacted with the storms themselves and COVID, um, anything I can do to help is important. Yeah. Yes. Can you talk about the organization? It's kind of a high-level overview of uh, Memorial Hospital at Gulfport. Yeah, we're going through sort of an expansion and a lot of growing pains, but we're we're one of the primary or if not the premier provider on the Gulf Coast, you know, but that's being challenged a bit. Auctioners yeah. being in this direction, you know, they still have their goal of being the provider of choice between Houston and, and Atlanta, and we're kind of in that path. So, they're growing and moving into this market, which is good and bad. It's forcing us to reevaluate the way we operate. We're making some acquisitions and affiliations that are going to help us become more of a more of a system and be more focused on our communities and um, you know and function together. And how do we manage our resources across a bigger footprint? So a lot of the growing pains that other systems have gone through. In the past, uh, we're now addressing those, and it's it's good. You know, we um, we're in multiple counties now. We're owned by and managed by the city and the county, but um, we don't get a lot of funding from those sources. So we have to manage ourselves, but still have some governance related to the government. So we're adding a lot of physicians. We're getting some turnover. We're opening clinics constantly, small and large. We just announced an affiliation with one of the CHS hospitals over uh, in Biloxi, and uh, that'll be a 50-50 affiliation, so we'll have expanding our footprint in that direction. You know, um, we've got some challenges on the system side, on the IT side, is how do we function and improve the experience both for our patients and our providers. Our, uh, the system we have here, I think, has a lot of opportunities to improve. Um, and then being able to embrace the telemedicine and the self-service approach and the patient experience approach, um, that's top of my uh, to-do list as well. So a lot of the same things other organizations are going through, just maybe not on the greater scale. 
yeah. lot of you know we faced when I was at Oshner when I first joined there is how do we become a system? A lot of the challenges we did at MD Anderson when I was there about how do we optimize the systems for the for the organization. A lot of the same challenges, but you know again in a much smaller footprint. Right. And you said that one of the things that you you liked about it is it does have more of that community feel. And I imagine that that really is an appeal when, like you said, you kind of wanted to be closer to patient care. Yeah. Yeah. When I got to Oshner, that was, you know, right after Hurricane Katrina. So that ability, and it's my hometown, you know, and Gulfport's only about 30 minutes from where I live. So it's, it's an easy commute, even though it's in a different state. When I got to Oshner, when I was invited to go to Oshner as their CIO, it was right after Katrina. So that ability to rebuild and grow. We bought six hospitals in three years. And so that was, that was a good feeling being able to be a part of that growth and that rebuilding of the health system in, in the New Orleans area after Katrina. And then being able to do the same thing for cancer at, at MD Anderson felt just as good, but um, just for this community. So not only are we in the middle of COVID, but you know, we have a very large diabetic population. So we have quite a few initiatives on, you know, how do we improve the the wellness of our diabetic population as well. Right. And I imagine that that's really a lot of what you want to do in terms of analytics. And can you talk about what you guys are doing there? Yeah, I think that's an area where we haven't done well. Um, and again, it's not uncommon for some organizations, including Osher and MD Anderson, when I got there, to have pockets of, say, excellence or pockets of focus. And um, we have it here. Uh, we've implemented a pretty nice analytics platform for our ACO, but we're not leveraging that platform across the board for things like quality or um, our true population health. So, you know, we're going to enhance that quite a bit. Um, same thing with our information systems. I think there are quite a few of piece parts, let's just use that term, but, you know, not well integrated. So you have to jump around quite a bit. And again, that's not uncommon for some IT shops to install systems, but not install integrated solutions. So there's a lot of opportunity and, and very easy because I've done it before to get there. It's just changing that mindset away from, it's not about Cerner, it's about the electronic medical record. It's not about PeopleSoft, it's about labor management and procurement. So modif you know, modifying that behavior away from a systems little less approach yeah. to a, you know, how do we support people's business every day? Just a right. shift. And so can you go into a little more about how you approach that? Um, yeah. It's something you have some experience with, but every organization is of course different. They are, but it's different, but it's the same, you know, and I think it's just starts simple. You know, one of the things I did, it's starting to stick actually. I saw a few cases of that last week where when we bring a project forward for approval, you know, let's not bring the product forward. If you bring um, Amwell, for example, for telehealth, that's not the solution. That's the product or a piece of the solution, you know, and yeah. so let's put telemedicine, digital transformation out as the initiative, and then we'll approach it with the different resources and products we need. So it's, it starts there and then getting more in the business. I think, um, it's easy for IT departments to sort of retreat and focus just on running the systems and not focusing on supplying the best solution for the business. On the data side, how do we make decisions based on the, the data and how do we manage what are the key metrics to run the organization? Again, not magic. Everybody's done this. That's how you start. Um, 
driving some standards, driving some consistency. I'm re-listening to this book for, I think, the third or fourth time, Scaling Up Excellence, and have some great points in there. And I think the roadmap's inside that book if you read it. Okay. So backing up a little bit, when you took on, on this role was in July, I can imagine it was interesting timing, <laughs> but um, can you talk about the approach you took stepping into this role with everything going on? Yeah, you know, I think this time versus the other time, when I got to Austria, you know, there was a obvious compelling event. How do we yeah. grow as Katrina? When I got to MD Anderson, it was how do we install Epic? So that was the key driver. Here, you know, things weren't in bad shape. You know, in fact, Gene Thomas, the previous CIO and I are friends and we've known each other for a while. And he actually approached me about the role and um, it wasn't in bad shape. It was just a matter of how do we take the pieces and reassemble them and make a, a much bigger picture and how do we change our approach? So um, I think I was more patient than I was at the other two locations because first of all, we were very distracted with COVID. Second of all, I didn't know the organization and the initiative that you know, the most important thing to chase. So I, I probably have spent more time learning and listening um, than any and in evaluating where we are. And, you know, uh, even though I've worked with Cerner in the past, it, it's relatively new to me. So a lot of the terminology was was different. So I had to be a little more patient this time and jump to conclusions, even though I did a few times, I have to admit, you know, when you've been in, in an industry this long, you uh, you tend to jump to conclusions and you know, sometimes I was right, sometimes I was wrong. Right. <laughs> Human nature. Yeah. Um, yeah. I read the book before. I can jump right to the end. And But, you know, it, it's <laughs> in some areas, it's a lot better than I thought. In other areas, uh, a lot more opportunity than I thought. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.